Good morning, church. Can we all stand? I want to welcome anyone and everyone that wants to come and worship up front. We're going to get, begin our time of worship. And we're just going to begin first with just some time of praise. The word says to sing a new song to the Lord. Yeah, you can come on down here. We're going to have a little party. It's going to be amazing. Psalm 22 says, you're the reason for my praise. All praise comes from you and goes to you. He's the reason for our praise. He put a song inside of your mouth and this morning is the time that we return that song back, that testimony. Everyone has a song. His word promises that his praise came from him and it goes to him. So we're just gonna begin to lift a song even before we begin our set that we've planned. We're just gonna begin to lift a song Lift a new song, just begin to open your mouth. Don't worry about how it sounds, just give him what he gave you. Give him this worship, give him this praise. Just begin to lift your voices. He's the reason for your praise. It comes from him and it goes to him. We trust your word this morning, Lord, that you've given us a song inside our mouths, God. You've given us a song. Our songs, God, you're worthy. Yeah, just begin to lift your voice. Yes, he's worthy. Yes, he's worthy. He's still worthy. He's still worthy. Oh, he's worthy. We lift our
begin to lift it up. Hey, you're worthy, God. There's no one like you, Jesus. Just begin to thank him for who he is. We enter your presence with thanksgiving. We enter your presence with thanksgiving. Yeah. Thank you that you don't turn your back on us, Lord. Thank you that your face is on us. You cause your face to shine upon us. Yeah.
Sing it out to him, church. Better is one day. I just want to spend time in your bed. Better is one day. Just one moment in your bed. It's better than thousand days. Better is one day in your hearts than thousand days. One time, just lift your voice.
open yourself up to be filled this morning with wonder. Oh, we want the wonder, shall wonder at the mention of your name. Restore it back to us, Lord, and filled with wonder. All shall wonder at the mention of your name. See it again.
Come on, we praise him. Come on, we praise him. We praise him. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's got an endless supply. He's got an endless supply. He's got an endless supply. Over and over, whatever you need. He's like, I got more. Whatever you need, I got more. You need to be filled? I got an endless supply of water this morning to fill you. What do you need? My well never runs dry. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I feel like, I feel like, like, like halfway through that song, it was like, maybe you're finally understanding. It was like, okay, 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 I get it. You're the only one. Your well never runs dry. Okay, all right, I think I get it. God is literally trying to help you to understand. That song was written prophetically this morning through Ashley. God gave her that song this morning in, in dream theme as she was practicing. And let me tell you, it was for this morning. I, I, I walked in and heard it. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I felt it so strong in my spirit that, that this morning, God is trying to remind you, your well runs dry. <laughs> you can go empty. I grew up in a house that if you were in a bad mood, my mom would always say, your bucket's empty and stop trying to get water out of everybody else's. That was literally how we lived. Why? Because we're human. We can run dry very easily. It's super easy to become dry. But his well never dries up. He's an endless supply of living water. So however you walked in this morning, it doesn't matter. I don't care what, what last week held. I don't care what last year held. I don't care the, the feeling that you feel on your shoulders or in your mind. God is the God that today can delete that, eliminate it, make it go as far from the east as from the west and say, no more son, no more daughter. You have freedom in my name. An endless supply of living water. Endless supply. One of our values here at the Power Place is honor. We say his, his, uh, our, his honor over our dignity. It's honor. It's honor up, honor down, honor all around. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting all confused, but see how good you are? I was just testing you. One of our values here is honor. We say honor up, honor down, honor all around. And we choose, we choose him over us. We choose his presence over us. We choose his presence over our comfort. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Because when you come in, you know, you, I don't know. It's like, do I break out of my box? Yes, you do. That's just always the option. Just always that option is the one that you choose. Why? Because, because it's his honor over our dignity. I choose him before I choose myself. I choose his presence before I choose me. That's why we, we spend time putting together the service, putting together worship, putting together uh, a sermon, putting together uh, everything. And then we say, God, it's yours. If you want to wreck it, go ahead. Yes, we took time to plan it, but Lord, you're way better. It's his presence that carries us over. I don't know how you came in here this morning, but I know this. I know this, that God's strength, God's power is the one that will get you to tomorrow. He's the only thing that will get you to tomorrow. You can rely on things of this world, but you're going to be painfully crossing over into tomorrow. He can get you into tomorrow with a smile on your face. One thing that we felt so strong this week in, uh, in one of our staff prayers, uh, one, one day this, this week, 
we were in South Carolina, I felt so strong about the joy of the Lord coming this morning. And specifically through laughter. Serious, it, it, was, it was so heavy this, uh, this week. As we were praying, God was like, I'm gonna bring the joy of the Lord Sunday morning, so get ready. And then, and then Ashley wrote that song this morning, impressed by God to write that song about a well that never runs dry. Well, hello, it's the only way I can get joy is by his living water. <laughs> so when I walked in and I heard the song, I'm like, that's confirmation to the prayer that we had this week. There is living water in the house and his living water brings joy. Why? Because it's the only thing that can bring joy. Happiness happens when something happens. Joy comes from the Lord. It's the only way we can get joy. And so I don't know if you're lacking joy this morning. I don't know if you need a do dose of joy. I don't know if something uh, that's happened over the last week, month, year has robbed your joy. I don't know if every time you fill up your car, your joy gets robbed. I don't know. But I do know this. There is a God that has an endless supply of joy. An endless supply of joy. So here's what we're going to do. Super easy instruction. Ashley, we're going to sing it again. Ben, we're going to play it again. Josh, I don't want half. I want full, okay? It's that 101%. Okay, we're going all in. Now hear, hear me, hear me, hear me. This is up to you to be obedient with movement. Okay? It's obedience with movement. We get out of our comfort zone and say, Lord, I want all of you, so I'm going to give you all of me. Does that make sense? Lord, I want all of you, so I'm going to give you all of me. This is that, that, that David moment of dancing undignified before the Lord, saying, Lord, I just want all of you, so I'm going to give you all of me. I'm going to give you my talent, my treasure, my time. I'm giving it all to you. Everything that I am, I want it to reflect you. And so we're going to sing it again. And when we sing it again, I want you to be obedient with movement. If you need the joy of the Lord this morning, I just want you to dance like an absolute fool. <laughs> we're going to make sure to get pictures of all the ones that look a little crazy. So we'll post you online later. No, I want you to dance like an absolute nut. Why? Dance here so you don't have to cry later. That's a confirmation from the Lord. Dance here, dance now, so that later you don't have to curl up in a ball in your bed, cover yourself with your blanket, and hopefully get through the night. God wants to bring joy here and now, and then when you crawl in bed tonight, it'll be like covers of peace covering you up, being like, I'm going to get the best night of rest I've ever gotten. Because the joy of the Lord is for today. It's not Bible time, it's for today. We get the benefits of what was. He was the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? Are you ready? We're just gonna go in. I'm dancing. You don't think I want more joy? Let's go, let's go in. Let's go in, nothing can affect me, not anyone. Or anything, nothing can affect me. Let's dance.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. An endless supply. An endless supply. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're good. You're good. You're so good. You're so good. <laughs> You're so good. Thank you, Jesus. I feel 10-year-old calluses falling off. I feel 10-year-old calluses falling off in Jesus' name. <laughs> oh man, some of you went to bed last night, so downcast on my soul, and you forgot what the Bible says. It says, joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. Quick reminder, it's the morning. Hey! Hey! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Shut my mind. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's a good father, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, you can look up studies and actually see that laughter is a healing medicine. Isn't that funny? Through laughter, you can actually heal things in your body. <laughs> Some of you don't laugh enough. That's why you always look angry. God's here to remind you, laughter is His. <laughs> it's a healing medicine. Oh, He's so good. He's so good. Some of you have actually forgotten his goodness. You're here out of a schedule, appointment, and he wants to remind you of his goodness. You know, you can get this every day in your daily encounter. That's why we push daily encounters. You don't have to wait until Sunday. You can have this every morning, every afternoon on your way to work, every, every night. It doesn't, God, God wants to give you this daily. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> uh, come on, just every hand lifted all over this place, Jesus. We give you ourselves. We give you every ounce, every bit, Lord, every area of us this morning. We say, Lord, take it, do whatever you want to do. Thank you, Lord, for showing up. Thank you for being present. <laughs> thank you for a heavenly dose of joy. We love you and we thank you, Jesus. 
pour out your spirit upon the rest of this service. I pray that for an anointing upon Pastor Greg as he brings the word. May it be your words. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. 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 Hey, give a high five, a hug, a good game, whatever it is. And find your way back to your seat and watch this. Good morning. My name's Ryan. I'm the technical director here at The Power Place. If this is your first time, we are so glad that you chose to join us this morning. If you don't know anything about The Power Place, The Power Place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to be empowered by His Spirit and His Word so that you can engage with your world. If you fill out the New Here card in the seat back in front of you and drop that off at the Connection Bar on your way out this morning, We've got people there who want to meet you, minister to you any way that they can, and connect you with what God is doing here at The Power Place. One of the core values here at The Power Place is honor. We like to say honor up, honor down, honor all around. We place the value of heaven on you because you bear the image of God. We set aside the first Friday of every month to honor the Lord with the time of worship. We've got that coming up October 7th, so make sure to come on out for that. It's going to be an incredible time. Coming up, we have water baptisms. If you don't know what water baptism is, water baptism is when you honor the transformational work that the Lord's done in your life with an outward expression corporately of your faith. We have an opportunity for you to get water baptized on October 16th. If you feel the Lord calling you to that, then sign up and get all the information that you need on the Church Center app. This week at the Power Place Academy, our kids got a chance to hear from local law enforcement all about what it's like to be a police officer and the importance of that role in our city. They even got a chance to honor up by praying for them for protection and an even greater impact in our community. To stay up to date with everything going on here at The Power Place, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can even subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch past services, content, and worship. Lastly, we have an opportunity to honor the Lord with our wealth today. We have several ways you can do just that. You can give at the boxes on the sanctuary door exits. You can give by mail. You can give on the church center app, the church website, or you could text to give any amount to 84321. Well, that's it for announcements today. Let's welcome and honor Pastor Greg as he comes and teaches on the armor of God. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good to see you in God's house. What a, what a time we're having. Woo. I wouldn't want to be in any other place. Power Place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to be empowered by His Spirit and His Word so that you can engage with your world. That's why we've, we've started this church almost... 18 years ago, 19 years, how many? Thank you. Almost 19 years ago. Uh, God has been so good to us and we're, we're grateful. If you'd like to know more about us, we have these PowerPlace culture cards there over here on the usher stand as well as at the connection bar. I hope you'll grab one, put it somewhere. So you can see what we're all about. You can become part of the family here. Amen? Amen. 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 I just love, love being 
part of the family of God. God has a big family. They're not all here. Well, he's got a big family worldwide. And we get to be a part of that. Amen. Well, I wanted to go jogging. But you know, Proverbs 28.1 says, the wicked run when no one is chasing them. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. I don't know about you, but I, I've learned to never trust an electrician with no eyebrows. It's scary. Here's a life hack you can use. Um, you can actually turn your ordinary sofa into a sofa bed simply by forgetting your wife's birthday. Works every time. I actually didn't do that this year. Actually, my wife had a birthday this week on Thursday. And we celebrated a few years. 63 years of living. Yeah, she doesn't look a day over 30. And uh, so I said, what do you want to do for your birthday? She said, I want to take the kids to a trampoline park. So I got a video. Check this out. This is just one little snapshot of our night on Friday night. That's one of our grandchildren, uh, Anchor Chase Burkirk. He's going to turn eight years old next week. He's Down syndrome. According to the doctors, uh, he was a flawed clump of cells. Should have been aborted. Should be a non-functioning not quite up to standard fetus. That's according to the truth of our day. What is so-called truth? As you can see, he functions really well.
He brings his A game to everything he does. And I'm tired of our world devaluing babies in the womb. Honor up, honor down, honor all around. We place the value of heaven on you because you bear the image of Christ. And God said to Jeremiah, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. I called you. I set you apart before you were even formed in the womb. So we stand on God's truth and not on the world's truth. So a mother was texting to her son. She said, John, I just found out that Aunt Elsie died, LOL. Son texts back, why are you saying LOL? Mom said, I'm adding lots of love. Son said, Mom, that means laughing out loud. She texts back, got to go. I have some urgent calls to make. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you think going to church isn't good for you, I read this week that a variety of studies confirm that regular attendance at religious services consistently correlates with longer lifespans, stronger immune systems, and lower blood pressure, as well as decreased anxiety, depression, and suicide. Kids raised in religious households have a lower incidence of drug addiction, delinquency, and incarceration. They're more likely to graduate high school. In short, the nearly unanimous scientific consensus is that religious belief is good for you. Just thought I'd throw that out there. I'm preaching to the choir, but a lot of people are staying away and, and uh, they're paying the price for it. It's a price too high to pay. So today we're starting a new series on the armor of God. I'm excited about this series because uh, we've got to daily engage with the word of God and daily put on the armor of God. The Apostle Paul addresses something very important in his final words to the Ephesian church. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, he says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on. Somebody say put on. Put on. What does that mean? In the Greek, it means put on. <laughs> it, it, it's an active word. Um. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. How many know the devil's scheming at all times? For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil. Where? In the heavenly realms. Therefore, knowing all of that, you see the word therefore, you've got to ask, what's it 
therefore, because you know that, therefore, put on, somebody say put on, put on the full armor of God, the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions. Some, some people that, that, that visit our church are like, why is everybody praying in the spirit all the time? I hear tongues all the time. Well, it's a direct commandment from the word of God. It's part of your armor. You need daily to pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and results. With this in mind, you pray, not just praying in the spirit, but you have a focus with this in mind. Be alert. Always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. I would appreciate you praying for me in the spirit. Okay? Because what are you doing? You're praying in the will of God. You're praying in the power of the Spirit, but you're also praying in the, the perfect will of God. The Spirit knows what I need. You don't. I love you, but you don't know what I need. But the Holy Spirit knows exactly what I need. So he begins to pray through you to bring me what I need. Amen. So let me just say this, spiritual warfare is real. There is an unseen world that is opposing you at every turn. Pastor Jeremy said last week, he talked about Pokemon cards. Called them a demonic. And many of you got upset. <laughs> what? Those are just innocent little cards. Well, if you've done some research, you know that this is real stuff. It is demonic. And it leads to witchcraft and fortune telling. I'm telling you, the enemy's not just playing around. He's out to steal, kill, and destroy. So, well, it, it's just a card. Well, I'm going to tell you it's a pathway. It's a gateway into other things. It may look like child's play. It may look harmless, but the enemy always disguises himself as an angel of light. I remember back in my day, we had Ouija boards, and they're still popular today. And it leads into seances and, and communicating with, with dead spirits. It's dangerous. It's a, it's a pathway that leads somewhere. How do you become a drug addict? Well, you get introduced to hard drugs by cigarettes, vaping, marijuana. I could go down the list, you know, and, and alcohol. And all of these are gateways. It's a path, and it leads somewhere. 
I can handle it. I can handle it. Don't talk to me about what to do. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you this is a pathway, and if you go down that pathway far enough, you're going to be in trouble. And then you're going to come crying to me. I don't know how to get out of my Oh, please, somebody help me. I need counseling. No, you need an encounter with God that sets you free. I'm going to step on a couple of toes here. I got big feet, so I do that a lot. I, even Disney. Come on, Pastor, leave the mouse alone. We're talking innocence turning dark and. I've been to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland. I've been to all the Disney places in this, this land. <laughs> I took my grandkids there a couple years ago. How long ago was that? Two years ago. And, and yet they're turning darker and darker. I don't know if you know about Disney... Uh, plus, putting out, and they distribute FX animated series Little Demon. I don't know if you've read anything on Little Demon. I don't know if you've watched the, the clip that they've put out, Little Demon. Look it up. They say it's for adults, but it's a cartoon. If it's a cartoon, most adults will say, oh, that's for kids. Let them watch it. It's okay. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of gateways, and you don't have to go down those gateways. You can close those gates up. You can protect yourself and your family and your home by putting up some guardrails. You need to arm yourself. You need to educate yourself. And that's why we say around here, daily encounters with the Lord matter. Even horror movies. It's, it's Halloween time. A lot of you are going to go see the latest horror flick and think that's the coolest thing. That I love being scared. Okay. But that's a pathway. It's a gateway. And as you open yourself up to stuff, wonder why my kids aren't sleeping well. Wonder why they're so afraid of everything. Get in the Word. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you, to alert you, to warn you. He will do that. And if you'll listen, if you'll be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, you'll find that He will come around you and guide you into all truth. But you don't have to be afraid. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be afraid. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 2 Timothy 1.7, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear. A what? The spirit of fear. The what? The spirit. It's a spirit. Fear is a spirit, and you can cast it out. 
God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The NLT says God has not given us the spirit of fear and timidity. Some of us have, have shrunk back away from things because we're afraid of what people are thinking about us. You need to educate yourself, arm yourself, prepare yourself. Fill yourself up with the word of God. God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So, well, doesn't the Bible say that the enemy roars like a, he, he goes about like a roaring lion? Yeah, he roars like a lion so he can create fear and drive you in the direction he wants you to go. You may not know this, but the, the male lion is not the hunter. He's the one that roars to drive you into the den of the female lions. He roars here so you'll run that way. Because he knows your armor doesn't cover your backside. Everything in the armor of God is full frontal. Because you need to advance against the enemy, not run from him. You need to attack, not shrink back in fear and timidity. You're equipped to go forward in battle, in faith. And if you'll go forward in battle, armed and dangerous, you'll win. Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to win. Spiritual warfare, armor of God. So what's the context? You got to go back to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to see the context. The context is family, relationships, workplace. It's, it's daily stuff. Children, obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. One of our key core values here is obedience. Obedience is the, it's the key to life. If you'll obey, it opens your life up to life. When you disobey, you, you find yourself locked up and you find yourself in trouble. And death follows disobedience. So he says, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor. Honor up. Honor down, honor all around. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. It's the first time God gave a commandment and said, here's the promise that goes with it, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. If you'll honor and obey, I'm going to bless you. You're going to live long. They're not going to kill you. And all the parents said, Amen. Amen. Fathers, this is, this is spiritual warfare chapter. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Okay? This is discipleship. 
Dad, you're called to be more than just a blob on the couch. Get off the couch, start training and disciplining and pouring into instructing your children. This is spiritual warfare, okay? This is why you're fighting. You're fighting for lives here. Slaves. Obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart just as you would obey Christ. There's that obedience again. We could change that word slaves to employees. Sometimes you feel like a slave to your job. But he's saying obey them. Obey them not only to win their favor when their eyes on you, but as slaves of Christ doing the will of God from your heart. Not because anybody's forcing you. Serve wholeheartedly, verse 7, as if you were serving the Lord, not people, because you are. Because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever good they do, whether they're slaves or free. And masters, bosses, treat your slaves in the same way. Treat your employees in the same way. Don't threaten them since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and there's no favoritism with him. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mighty power. Finally, see there, there's the transition. Because you're dealing with all this stuff, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then. The belt of truth buckled around your waist the breastplate of righteousness in place with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. We need to put on the armor of God daily, on a daily basis, so that we can stand against the devil's schemes that are attacking us and our families, our workplace, our homes. It's high time we recognize what's really going on here. This isn't a flesh and blood struggle you're in. Look at your neighbor and say, This isn't flesh and blood. It's not a struggle with your mom or your dad. It's not a struggle with your kids. It's not a struggle with your spouse. Not a struggle with your boss. It's not a struggle with your coworkers. It's not a struggle with your employees. This is a war against you and them. This is a war with supernatural forces that you can't see. You can't see them. They're in the heavenly realms. 
but they're real nonetheless. So therefore, armor up. Armor up. Let's go. We're in a battle. Armor up. This isn't child's play. This isn't fun times. This time to armor up. Your day of resting will come when you die and go to heaven. You can rest then. Oh, but, but it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. You got a day coming, a day of rest, if you're a child of God. Don't rest now. You can rest then. Amen. So let me talk about the breastplate of righteousness today. We'll skip over the belt of truth. The belt of truth was, was basically the, the foundation, and someone else is going to preach on that. But the belt of truth kept everything together. It also covered up your most important organs, um, the organs that, that are reproductive. The Apostle Paul is, is writing this letter from a prison cell. He had full view of a, a Roman soldier in his armor, his apparel, what he was wearing. He began to recognize the, the correlation of the armor of the soldier to the armor we got to have to be able to stand our ground when fighting the enemy of our souls. This invisible foe that disguises himself as your wife, your children, your husband, this invisible foe that disguises himself as your friends, as your coworkers, as your boss, as your spouse. Are you with me today? You can stand firm against him with the breastplate of righteousness in place. The breastplate was designed to protect your vital organs, your heart, your lungs, your, your ribs, your stomach, your liver, your bowels. And, and a wound there would almost... almost always cause certain death. If you get wounded in these vital organs, you're going you're gonna to bleed out and die. And so it was something the, the, the soldier had to put on. Say that again, put on. That phrase in Greek, in duo, it, it's, it's a, in the sense of sinking into a garment, to invest with clothing, to, to clothe, endue to have put on. It, it's an action word. It's something you, you have to physically do or mentally do. You, you, you clothe yourself. What do you clothe yourself with? Righteousness. Somebody say righteousness. It's a big word. It simply means being in right standing with God. Righteousness. In the Greek, that word means state of him who is as he ought to be. When I step into the righteousness of Christ, I am who I ought to be. It means righteousness. It means the condition acceptable to God. I'm not acceptable to God in my own righteousness, in who I am, but when I put on 
the Lord Jesus Christ as my righteousness, as my breastplate, I find myself in right standing with God. I find myself acceptable to God in that condition. I am as I ought to be. I'm finally what I should be. And that's a beautiful thing. Romans chapter 3, verse 21. But now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. Verse 22. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned, and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin, People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back, did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness. For he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't have to do anything. I just have to put on Jesus and believe in him. Very simply, we just need to believe what God says is true and act on it. Receive it. Believe it. Romans 10, 9 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Old Testament, Genesis 15, 6, Abraham, Abram believed the Lord, and he credited it to him as righteousness. That's in the Old Testament. First chapter, first, first book of the Bible. Abram believed the Lord. And God credited it to him as righteousness. The Apostle Paul addresses Abraham's belief in God when he writes to the Romans in Romans chapter 4. He says, Abraham was, humanly speaking, the founder of our Jewish nation. What did he discover about being made right with God? If his good deeds had made him acceptable to God, he would have had something to boast about. But that was not God's way. But the scriptures tell us Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. When people work, their wages are not a gift, but something they've earned. But people are counted as righteous not because of their work, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. Woo! <laughs> and almost every religion teaches you, go work for it. Got to be good, go do good, go do good things. Now, let me be very clear. Once you put on his righteousness, you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, 
you will go do good things. It's just part of who you are then. You step into who he is and you start doing the right things. But you can't earn salvation. People say to me, well, I know so-and-so, and, -so and they're, they're better than most Christians I know. They do good things to everybody they, they meet, and they've got to be going to heaven. I'm looking at them going, dude, wake up. This isn't an earn your way to heaven thing. You can't earn your way to heaven. Look at your neighbor and tell them, you can't earn your way to heaven. You can't get there by good works. I don't care how good you think you are or good things you're doing, you can't get to heaven that way. Ain't possible. It's not how God works. He said, I'll do the heavy lifting. You come to me, accept what I, I've offered you. I'm doing all the work. You get to just simply put it on. Put on that breastplate of righteousness that keeps you safe from the enemy's attack. Come on, somebody. <laughs> oh, he goes on. Romans chapter 4, verse 5. But people are counted as righteous not because of their work, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. David also spoke of this when he described the happiness of those who are declared righteous without working for it. Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. And that's where the joy of the Lord comes from. I didn't work for it, but I put it on and I'm free. Hallelujah. All my sins are washed away. All the junk I've done is cleared away. It's not held against me in the court of law because I put Jesus on. Ah. Woo. That's exciting. God wants to fill you with that joy. But it starts at salvation. It starts at believing what God said is true. I'm not protected by my righteousness. Isaiah chapter 64, 6 says, We are all infected and impure with sin. When we display our righteous deeds, they're nothing but filthy rags. Nothing but filthy rags. All your righteous deeds are nothing but filthy rags. Can't get in the party that way. Hallelujah. Zechariah chapter 3. Look at how this works. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1. Let's, ju let's jump back. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. God's word trains us. It, it trains us. All scripture is God-breathed, is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. I'm not working for righteousness, but because I'm righteous, I do good works. 
because God has changed me, because God has changed my mindset, I'm just doing the right thing, and it's blessing people. Hallelujah. All right, Zechariah chapter 3. Then he showed me Joshua the high priest. The high priest, mind you. Could you get more holy than that? The high priest. He showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. And who shows up? Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. I'll remind you that in Revelation, Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. So why do I have so much trouble now that I'm a Christian? Because he didn't have anything to accuse you of. He was just doing his thing. I mean, you were going right along with him. You only get in trouble when you turn and go the other way. Go with God, not against God. The enemy's going to pat you on the back while you're living in sin. Oh, you're doing good, David. You're doing good. Keep doing those good things. You're going to get into heaven somehow. <laughs> Knowing full well that you're headed on a collision course with hell. Joshua the high priest is standing before the Lord and Satan is standing at his right hand to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Indeed, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? Yeah, he was being burned up, but I pulled him out. Yeah, she was headed to destruction, but I, I saved her out of that fire. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments. Remember, our righteousness, our self-righteousness is as filthy rags, filthy garments. Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and standing before the angel. He spoke and said to those who were standing before him, saying, Remove the filthy garments from him. Again, he said to him, See, I have taken your iniquity away from you, and I will clothe you with festal robes. Party clothes. <laughs> Woo! Take the filthy stuff off of him. I've got a brand new robe to put on him. Festal robes, robes that are worthy to come in and celebrate with me. Who did it? I, the Lord, have taken your iniquity away from you. will clothe you with festal robes. Then I said, let them put a clean turban on his head. Helmet of salvation. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with garments while the angel of the Lord was standing by. And the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua saying, thus says the Lord of hosts. This is God speaking. Thus says the Lord of hosts. If you'll walk in my ways, if you'll perform my service, you'll also govern my house and also have charge of my courts. 
and I will grant you free access among these who are standing here. The enemy is going to go after your heart. He's going to accuse you. If he can defeat you there, he's won a great victory. Somebody needs to hear this today. The enemy's trying to accuse you and belittle you so that you think God can't and God won't use you. He was even talking to Joshua the high priest saying, you can't be used by God. See, see your filthy garments you got on? And God said, no, 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 no. Take off the filthy garments. Take them off of them. I've got party clothes for them, festal robes. I've got a plan. I've got purpose. If you'll walk in my ways, if you'll perform my service, you'll also govern my house, you'll also have charge of my courts. I'll grant you free access among these who are standing here. Free access. The enemy wants you to know you're worthless. You ain't got nothing. In fact, you're so bad, God won't even look your way. You're nasty in his sight. That's what he wants you to think. And many of us have bought that lie and realized he's a liar. Jesus said when the devil speaks, he speaks as a liar because that's his nature. He's lying to you. And when the enemy tries to condemn you, point to the festal robes, breastplate of righteousness, breastplate of righteousness, breastplate of righteousness, not in my righteous acts or deeds, but in the righteousness of God in Christ. Ah. The enemy wants you to think you are damaged goods. He's telling you your past is too awful. God can't forgive that much. God can't forgive you. He, he belittles you, I'm telling you. And he, he's telling you God doesn't love you. God won't use you. But the enemy's a liar. As a child of God, you are covered in his righteousness, in Jesus Christ himself. Jeremiah 23, 6. In his days, Judah will be saved. Israel will dwell securely, and this is his name by which he will be called, the Lord our righteousness. The Lord our righteousness. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. That's the word of the living God. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Romans 8, 1. I close with this. Come on, worship team. Therefore, there is now. Now. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Well, what's the key? You've got to put on Jesus. You've got to accept his free gift of salvation. That's, that's it. And then 
you begin to live in the righteousness of God in Christ. You put on the breastplate of righteousness. And you remind yourself every day, I'm not righteous in my own strength, but I am the righteousness of God in Christ. And I put on Jesus every single day of my life. I'm going to armor up because I'm in a battle. I'm in a battle. I'm in a battle. You're in a battle. You're fighting some stuff, and you're wondering, why is that? Why is she? Why is he? I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. It's a battle. It's an unseen battle. It's a fight against not flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, the rulers of this dark world, spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. So we're going to armor up. Stand with me, please. He's holy. We're not. But when we put on Jesus, we step into his holiness, into his righteousness, into everything that he has bought and paid for. Thank you, Lord. Would you just lift your hands and begin to thank him? for who he is, who we get to step into. Holy, 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 holy Lord. None like you, Jesus. None like you, Lord. Awesome God, awesome God. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. No one like you, Lord. No one like you in all the earth. We worship you and you alone. You alone are holy, Lord. You alone are worthy, Lord. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Yes, I do. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name, Lord. Holy, 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 Lord. Oh, we honor you in this place. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Before we move any farther, You might be here today and you haven't put on the righteousness of God by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's the only way you're protected against the onslaught of the enemy. You can't do it in your own strength. You, you've got, you, don't have, you don't have the ability. You don't have the strength. You don't have the power. Once you put Jesus on, 
Once you say yes to him, once you believe and receive and confess, everything changes. And man, I would hate for you to walk out of here today in your own strength, fighting the battle, trying to do it your way. Because it, it gets tiring, doesn't it? I mean, it really does. It gets tiring trying to, to fight your own battles. You need the righteousness of Jesus to fight your battles for you. If you're here today, I, I invite you to come. If you want Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life, and you want to make that decision today in front of everybody, okay? We don't do things privately here. We, we do it in front of everybody. So if you want to give your life to Jesus today in front of everybody, I invite you to step out now. Come and join me right here. We're going to pray a prayer. We're going to celebrate with you. And you're going to walk into the kingdom of God. You're going to become a child of God. And that's going to change everything in your life. Everything. Everything's going to change. That you come now. Come now. Come now in the name of Jesus. Step out now. I, I want to pray with you and believe with you today. Anyone? All over this room. Don't miss this moment. Don't miss this moment today. Anybody? God's speaking to your heart. You can feel it. Your, your, your heart's busting out of your chest. Just say yes to him today. I did this as a teenager. First I did it as a kid. Then I got messed up a bit and I had to do it again as a teenager. I'm like, I'm back in, God. I'm, I'm all in now. All in. Some of you, you need to, to rededicate yourself to the Lord and say, I'm all in. I want your righteousness, God. Anyone? Coming down. Join me here. Let's watch Jesus change you. Come on, Ashley, sing. Holy, 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 Lord. Come on, say yes to Jesus today. Step out. Take a bold step of faith. Say yes to him. Say yes to him. him today worship him with all you've got all you are with all creation i say praise to the king you are my everything and i will adore you
this morning the Bible says Amen. yeah 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 the Bible says a little child will lead them some of you need to follow this bold step of faith of this little child say yes to Jesus today Spirit of God's not letting me move on because there's somebody here you need to say yes to Jesus today. Today needs to be your day. So I'm waiting patiently. Well, I'm not being very patient. I'm, I'm pretty impatient right now. So come on. Come on. Come on. Be a man. Be a woman. Your family needs you to step up and follow Jesus. Come on. Come on, say yes to Jesus. Come on. Sisters in Christ, right here. Sisters in Christ. Come on. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's beautiful. This is beautiful. 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 Come on, church, lift your hands. Let's thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome God, awesome God, yeah.
you, Lord. Thank 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 you for new life today. Thank you, Lord, for freedom from sin. Thank you that we can put on the breastplate of righteousness, your righteousness. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. In Christ, I am the righteousness of God. So, Lord, we, we clothe ourselves from head to toe today. The helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And we will pray in the Spirit at all times. With this in mind, we're going to be on the alert. And pray for all the saints. So, Lord, I just pray for the saints here in this room today, those watching online today. Cover them, Lord. Lord, I thank you for healing. I, I thank you that healing is flowing today. Healing. Mind, body, soul, and spirit healed and made whole in the mighty name of Jesus by the stripes that you took on your back. Bless my brothers and sisters. Bless them, Lord. Bless them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for miracles. Thank you for miracles. Thank you for miracles that are taking place right now. Thank you for miracles, Lord. Thank you for miracles, Lord. Things are dropping off. Thank you, Lord, that things are dropping off. Chains are being broken. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for freedom. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Thank you for freedom, Lord. Thank you that you're healing broken bones. Thank you for healing broken bodies right now. Thank you, Lord, that we can turn to you at any time and know that you're there. You're there to catch us. You're there to surround us. You're there to surround us with your favor as with a shield. I thank you that your shield of favor is surrounding your people today. And as we walk from this place, we walk under your mighty hand. You encompass us, Lord. You go before us, you come behind us. You're our front guard, you're our rear guard. Nothing escapes your notice. And so, Lord, I just pray for a gift of faith to drop in our hearts today as we trust you as we move forward front, front ways in, in battle. 
we move forward against the enemy. Not in our strength, not in our righteousness, but in yours. Nothing shall by any means harm us. That's what your word says. Nothing shall by any means harm us. Things that have come our way that have tried to harm us, Lord, you've turned what the enemy meant for evil into good. Lord, I thank you that you're setting us up for the future you have for us. What an awesome God you are. Father, we love you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.